Ain't there like uh, Dead or Alive where they play volleyball on the beach like the mm-hmm. whole game? Yeah, yo, the girls was out there. No, the whole, everybody was on the beach, if I'm not mistaken. But, you know, they took, you know, more pictures of the female characters. But, yeah, yeah the, the, the female were characters the, are definitely the, the focal point of it all. They, they was looking, you know, mm-hmm. they were looking good. That's it. They was looking good. All right. Um, let's get this thing started, guys. We over here to get yeah. all types of tangents. Um, over here getting horny for nothing. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. Well, we're already recording. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome <laughs> the expansion pack podcast but we download this week's gaming news and we bring it straight to you talking about all types of crazy oh, stuff shit. that's how we started this that's week, how yo. we started that's how we started they caught us in 4k caught us caught ourselves oh, in 4K. Shit. they about to press play and the first thing is like wait what horny what what kind of podcast <laughs> is this okay hey man gotta get the people going <laughs> welcome to the expansion pack Oh, guys, I'm your host, Denzel, a.k.a. Here. Black Ice. Joined by my co-host each and every week. We're starting off with Manny, a.k.a. Goopmaster Flex, to my right. What's going on, bro? You already know. Stay gooping and hooping while we shooting and looting bars. Or support SoundCloud, you know what I'm saying? No, let me stop. Don't, don't do it. That's a okay. joke. Okay. Um, he clearly is not gooping right yeah, now. Stop listening to Playboy Cardi, man. For real. <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> oh, Yo, God. he's, he's good. You know what I'm saying? Y'all just, you know, y'all yeah, sleep on the album. On you, everybody's just... sleeping on a whole lot of red. I think a whole lot of red was a solid album, but because, you know, people are just used to like, you know, Cardi being Cardi, but that's not being Cardi. You're just not Cardi. Anyways, down low, we got my guy, Chris. <laughs> AKA May 25th. What's going on, my boy? Oh, I gotta do the Manny thing. Hold up. Wait, wait, wait. There it goes. There it goes. You could just <laughs> you could just talk about Playboy Cardi for five minutes, apparently. That, that, yeah. That's the new Goopin, I guess. Goopin's starting God to slip. Damn it. <laughs> Goopin, oh, what's going on, fellas, man? Off, you know. We oh, here. He ain't been talk the same. Some goddamn. Palms is sweaty. Knees weak. Arms are heavy. <laughs> is there vomit on your sweater already? Goop ain't been the same these last two weeks, man. No, bring back Goop. Yeah, you know what happened, bro. You know, you nah, well, dude, nah, nah, we just we just gonna let that one fly. All mm-hmm. right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know, we're here to talk about games. You know, we miss you guys. We haven't, uh, you know, we missed last week's episode. We had the Super Bowl going on. We had Valentine's Day. You know, it was a, it was a busy time for us, so... We missed a couple stories, but, you know, we're back this week to talk about the gaming news, talk about some stuff that happened last week, some stuff that happened the week prior. Um, yeah, but, you know, as we always do, when we get it started, hand it over to my boy Chris here. Hit us off with the icebreaker, bro. God damn. Um, fucking icebreaker. We are experiencing some wild weather in Connecticut right now. <laughs> like, super wild. One day it's icy, the other day it's hot. Then it's icy again, and goddamn it, I don't know what's going on. This week's icebreaker is very simple, very simple. Um, which games do you guys think is gonna, or which game you guys see hitting the hardest by the time we get to March first? And all these games coming out this month. Which 
y'all think is really going like put its flag in the ground and really stamp February to, as theirs? Like they own February. Which game do you think is going to really do that? Very simple. Very simple. Um, if I had to come up with something and I haven't even played this game yet, but yes, I would have to so far kind of go with Horizon just based on what I've seen. Um, so yeah, I probably won't be able to play that for a few months, but my goodness, it looks crazy. Crazy. And I haven't heard no bad reviews or anything like that yet. Actually, no, I've heard one negative-ish review. It wasn't even really that bad. They pretty much still praised the game, but they just didn't like how the ending of the game was, I guess, or something like that. But mm. everything else seems, like, glowing. People are having a good time. And just visually, god damn. Like, even if the story and all that sucks, I'm having a hard time believing that visually it's going to get topped this month. I don't think... No. <laughs> no yeah. Like, I don't think anything coming out this month is going to top it. At least not how it looks. Man, that shit looks crazy, so... That's my guess. That's what I think is going to happen. I really believe. Okay. When it's all said and done, people are going to be saying Horizon killed it this month. I feel that. I feel that. Um, <clears throat> Manny, what are, I mean, you're playing Horizon now, right? You just started it up the other day, so you agree with mm-hmm. him or you got a different one? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the game looks, uh, what is it called? Gorgeous. I definitely agree with Chris. Uh, I don't think there's going to be any other game this month that definitely does, definitely won't top it graphically. Uh, Gameplay-wise, gameplay's been fun. Uh, I've been enjoying it. I'm just getting to past, like, basically the tutorial level because, you know, life is busy. But um, uh, other than that, I yeah, I think the gameplay's been pretty solid so far. I just can't wait to, you know, see what new stuff they added, the little grappling thing. The grappling hook was a little disappointing. You know, I thought it was going to be swinging like uh, I am in Halo, but, like, uh, other than that, uh, like I said, gameplay's been great. I've been playing on the resolution mode, so like the visuals just look amazing. I feel like it's one of those games where I can't tolerate the 30 frames compared to 60. Uh, the only thing I am upset, and if you guys haven't bought the game yet, make sure you buy the PS4 version because you get the PS5 version for free. I don't know why they still charge an extra $10. I want my $10 back. Come on, Sony. Give me more money. See, that's shady, y'all. Uh. This is weird. It shouldn't even exist. The, the PS5 version should, shouldn't even exist. Mm. If, if you're giving people the upgrade for free, that's it's yeah. weird. They should get people their money back. That's some real shady bullshit. I don't yeah, like that, prob- Sony. They probably made millions because of that. I, I do I'll not like that. that. Easily. Easily. I'm going to let y'all know if that's some fuck shit. <laughs> um, don't do that. So for me, thinking about it, I mean, I guess I'm going to give a Stephen A answer here. Oh, shit. <laughs> February has been an amazing month for games, right? Like, you know, we, we've had Dying Light, we've had Sifu, we've had, <clears throat> um, or we're getting, I should say, Horizon, um, Crossfire X, which I'm not going it, to, it's not, not a good game. Best game ever. It's not a good game, but, you know, we've, just, we've been getting a, a consistent amount of stuff. Um, you know, Cyberpunk got its next gen patch. We're going to be getting Elden Ring. Um, there's just a lot going on. I would argue this is probably one of the best months of gaming that we've had in a very long time. Like, like this February is turning into like you know how it used to be. November always had all the banger games. It's like this beat. This might be beating last November's games, right? Last November, what did we get? We got um, Call of Duty, Battlefield. Well, Call of Duty was trash. Battlefield, did Battlefield hit November or October? Yeah, no, no, it hit November. Okay, all right. So, yeah, see, those two games you just mentioned are trash. I think the only good game that really hit in November was was uh, Forza, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah Forza, Forza definitely hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it carried November, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, a lot of really good games to to talk about for this month. Halo dropped in November. That, that's who that you know what I'm saying. Oh, that's Multi- true. Te- technically, I would consider it more that it, the the story and everything dropped in December. But you're right. Yeah. The, the, the the multiplayer, multiplayer yeah. did hit in uh, in November. So you got a good point there. Um, <laughs> but I would have to say, for me, for me, the game that really hit this month that I wasn't expecting to hit that way, even though I you know we talked about it before and I was excited for it. You see it in the background here. It's Sifu, man. Sifu has been absolutely amazing game. Like it's it's not it's not a perfect ten, but it's really fucking close for me. Like I, I think initially I was getting caught up on the hype, and like the first couple of days I was like, it's a perfect ten. But there's like probably a couple little things that we could clean up on it. By the way, stay tuned because we're gonna be dropping a review on it this coming week. So make sure to check that out on our YouTube page. Um, but yeah. Seafood, amazing game. So for me, that's going to be the one that that will always stick out to me. I haven't played Horizon yet. I loved Zero Dawn. I actually got a chance to finish that a couple weeks ago. I do think, like publicly as a whole, that's probably going to be the game that everybody talks about. But you know, by the time all the dust settles and like we're talking about it later in the year or whatever, right? Like Horizon, it looks like easily the, the most visually stunning game <laughs> that's come out. Um, this year, you know, so far, um, easily the best looking game this month, obviously. And, mm-hmm. you know, all the reviews, I, I have seen a couple reviews that weren't as glowing as, you know, I, I think there's been a couple people who've been giving it like 80s and 8.5s yeah. and 9s and so on and so forth. So I haven't seen it like dubbed like a masterpiece per se, but, you know, like generally positive reviews. So I think when you look at it from a more public standpoint, I do think Horizon is going to be the game. But for me, Sifu, Sifu was it. And I think the 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 thing, the reason why Sifu isn't going to be that game that's really talked about down the road is because it's just really fucking hard, and it's just not it's not particularly accessible. I can see a good chunk of people loading that game up, getting through like the 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 prologue, being like, "Yo, I'm a badass," then getting to the first level and being like. All right, it's a little bit harder, but I'm still a badass. And then you get to that second level, get to the boss, which if you're looking right now, it's in the background right now. <laughs> you get to that second boss, he changes your whole life, your whole outlook on life. He's like, you know what? I might have to put this game down because he just mm-hmm. tossed my shit. <laughs> hey, he humbled you, huh? God, oh, he humbles you real quick. And then it only gets <laughs> harder from there. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean... Again, for me, Sifu's it, but I can see Horizon being the game down the road. Well, all I got to say is, you know, <clears throat> we haven't got to talk about it because it hasn't been released. But, you know, we got we still got to put Shine in. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Got to go back. Uh, Elden Ring, you know, I feel like once Elden Ring comes in, even though Elden Ring will have its uh, three days to shine in February. <laughs> I think I think Elden Ring still has like a chance to be like a huge game, of course, this month, especially since it's been a longer way to game. That people's been waiting for for a long time. So for sure, for sure. I yeah, That's I mean, I, I totally agree. I, I mean, and, and if anything, Elden Ring has the advantage of being multi-platform, so you know that that mm-hmm. might help yeah. it out as far as just the general conversation goes. And obviously, it's been one of the most anticipated games for the past couple of years. So yeah, I mean mm-hmm. that that could steal the shine. But I I really just from what I'm what I'm hearing so far, I I really think it'll end up being Horizon. But yeah, I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to. All I gotta say is this is like one of those rare months that PlayStation has a dub because like you know Sifu and Horizon is uh, only on PlayStation and well PC I'm sure Horizon will come in the future but 
But no, she, no, Sifu was a exclusive. Sifu's on PC too. Yeah, it'll come uh, to that. Seems like it's another one of those exclusivity deals that they that Sony worked out. So it's on mm-hmm. PC. It'll probably come to Xbox like next year or something like that. That's, one of those rare yeah. rare dubs for PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if I would say rare, but. Like uh, gaming wise, like uh, as far as games go, PlayStation always gets a dub when they release an exclusive. But their business practices and some of the other stuff usually, yeah. but but yeah, yeah, PlayStation killing it. Um, yeah, Chris, thank you for that that icebreaker. You know, I, I think we we might be talking a little bit more about the month of February. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe sure. even next week for sure, because um, obviously we're gonna have Elden Ring to talk about. Manny, I know you're gonna be all over that. I'm, I'm gonna try so to be I, all over that. I gotta. I still gotta be uh, dying light. Uh, that game just. I don't know. I lost my motivation to play that game, especially when Sifu dropped. Uh, I still gotta finish Sifu. I'm still stuck in the museum. I'm trash. I know I'm dog water. You can say in the comments. I don't care. <laughs> but and I still gotta get through Horizon. So I'm, I'm trying my best. I tell you this much. I I need to get through Horizon this week because. Once I get on Elden Ring, I'm. It's unlikely that I'm gonna get off of it. Like I'm mm-hmm. gonna try to power through that game and absorb everything so that I understand all of the the hype that everybody had for it. I mean, I like I said, I, I like the Souls like games. I understand you know what they're all about and all that stuff, but I don't understand yet fully the level of hype that people have for it. Like to the to the fact that it was like beating out Halo Infinite for most anticipated game and things like that. Like. I, I don't know. I didn't understand it, but I'm I'm here. I'm here for it. I want to play mm-hmm. it. But we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, for sure. All right. So let's get into uh let's get into this week's topics here. I was gonna say let's get into some games, but this first topic isn't really about <laughs> a game per se. Um but we are we are getting I think it was an official confirmation, right? I I don't think we've seen like a poster or anything beyond this but apparently we're getting a bioshock movie directly from netflix i think okay hold on okay it is official mm-hmm. all right i yeah, thought netflix it was a rumor at first yeah netflix so netflix posted a tweet that says would you kindly get excited because netflix is partnering with 2k and take two entertainment or sorry interactive to provide a film adaptation of the renowned video game franchise bioshock so not not a rumor official uh you guys if you guys have been following this podcast for a while you already know bioshock is uh you know one of my my top five franchises of all time um i think this is going to be a very interesting psychological not thriller wouldn't be the right word but like it'd be a mind fuck in a way but i'm i'm anticipating like the visuals of um Oh my god! What's that Del Toro movie? Lady in the Water, I think it is. Ah, uh, yep, yeah. So I'm, I'm oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm picturing the visuals yeah. of Lady in the Water, but like with some weird like psychological action thrillery stuff like sprinkled in. Like I, yeah. I, I, I can't really visualize. Like I don't. Is this? Is it, I'm assuming it has to be live action, right? Like I can't fully visualize a live action so world. Like like a <laughs> big daddy walking around with the drill and stuff. It's gonna be real uh, big trippy. daddies. Big daddies. Oh. <laughs> coming back. Oh man. <laughs> big daddies. 
yeah, I don't know, guys. I mean, you know, what do you guys think about this? Uh, what What is your vision for this, right? Like, I, I, Lady in the Water is the closest thing I could think of. But, like, beyond that, I, I can't visualize, like, what a big daddy would look like in that world and how they would stylistically make it work. So, um, yeah, Manny, I'll start with you, man. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's very exciting, of course, because, you know, we haven't had a Bioshock anything in a long time ever since FNA released. So, or unless you guys want to count that, um, the remakes or the remasters they had, but oh, we're not counting those. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't count. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. You know, it's, uh, this was this was like surprising because like you know it came out of nowhere and this was unexpected and like Netflix just come out of nowhere and said, "All right, we're get excited, we're partnering up with 2K and Take Two," and you know it's very exciting because you know if to go with the live action film, I've you know it's 2022. I feel like the technology nowadays they can definitely create like. A really good like CGI world, if anything like that, of this city and everything. Uh, you know, maybe Big Daddy's gonna be looking big and daddyish. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's <laughs> oh. <laughs> what we like. <laughs> so, so are you saying? Are you saying you think the whole thing is gonna be CG, or they're just gonna use CG for for certain elements of it? Probably like CG for certain elements. Like you know, like one thing is like you know when you think of Big Daddy's tools, like of course they're like this. You know, big shits that like come after you with like the yeah. So um, I mean, there's probably gonna be some CG elements that they're gonna have to do. I mean, obviously, if you go for like an underworld, underwater world like Bioshock, then yeah, you're gonna have to do like a lot of CGI shit. But mm-hmm. um, other than that, like I definitely think they can pull it off. I mean, Netflix definitely has assets too. So oh, I'll say, mm-hmm, I, I'll say. Very exciting. Hopefully, like this kind of kickstarts the Bioshock franchise again for the gaming industry as well. Possibly see a game come out in the future. You know, we we, we thought we we're gonna get something in the Game Awards, but we we're disappointed when we didn't. But other than that, yeah, there's actually this, a report that came out recently that um that the the remake or whatever this next one is going to be is actually in development hell. Um, the so the the original creator of Bioshock, his name is Ken Levine. I think he started up a new studio because Irrational Games, the ones who were making the original ones, they like shut down. I think the new studio was called uh, Ghost Story Games. And <clears throat> they're supposedly making a new Bioshock and they've, they've said it's been going through some troubles. So mm. who knows? I mean, it's, it seems like it's definitely something they want to pump out. Right. And obviously, if they're if they're looking at making a movie for it, then they understand that it's a it's a franchise that has some viability, whether it's from gaming or from TV and movies, you know, they understand the entertainment value there. So I'm hoping we get a new game because obviously, you know, like, uh, like I said, one of my favorites. So I want to see something soon. But yeah, Chris, to, yeah. Chris, what are you expecting out of this? Um, I expect them to actually try to put their big, their best foot forward with this one, though, because I think they know how special Bioshock is to a lot of gamers. Um, it's funny you mentioned the whole game thing, though, Manny, though, because I do think that this is part of the new rollout, right? To kind of, like, get Bioshock back in people's faces and put it back on people's minds or whatever. It, to me, if this movie does well, there's no reason why they shouldn't be trying to hurry up with the new game. Like, I don't understand that. Um, I agree 100% with the Guillermo del Toro reference. I think he's really good at those type of films. Um, I definitely see Lady in the Water or Lady. What was it called again? Lady in the Water. Was that it? I, I or, think that's what it was called. 
<clears throat> something like that. But you guys know what we're talking about with the with the weird dude in the pod with the webbed hands and shit. That that movie. Um, I get some like Hellboyish vibes a little bit from it because Hellboy. Hellboy is weird, man. When I watch Hellboy, it's got like this rustic feel to it in a sense, but then it's not. It, it's it's yeah, I don't know, but I could see a little bit of that. And believe it or not, though, Guillermo del Toro, I think he's a really good director for this, but I also wouldn't mind seeing somebody like a Tim Burton do this movie because I think this would be in his wheelhouse, but like on a different level. A lot of times he makes that creepy stuff, but it's normally still a kid-friendly movie, I think I would say. Like, you mm. know, Nightmare After Christmas and all that kind of good stuff. Classic films, right? But the family film still at the end of the day. I don't this know if this movie is going to be a family film. Yes, that's what I need. So I think this would be a different wheelhouse for him to kind of work in. And he's really good at the creepy shit, too. Um, or not even just the creepy shit, but the bizarre the bizarre, weird-looking shit. You know what I mean? When you think about something like The Nightmare uh, Before Christmas, a lot of those characters are really zany, wacky, and out of there. And not only does that, but the world itself was very alive, but in this really weird, kooky, demented kind of way, in a sense. I think that really works well for Bioshock's environment. Um, and this is coming from somebody who I've only played a little bit of it. I can't even say like I've gone that deep into the game, but just again, just based on things I've seen and things like that, you want a darkness element element to this game, at least if you're basing it on the first two, right? Because the third one kind of gets a little bit more brighter, right? Mm-hmm. You want some darkness to this. It needs to like be dreary. It needs to be. It needs to have the same feel as the game. You know, the game feels heavy. Does that make any sense when I say that? Like it feels. It, it just feels heavy the way how you uh the story is and how the rest of everything works with the game it has a certain weight to it and i just i hope they capture that with the movie um but i have no doubt that you know resource wise or that the cgi is going to be on point or all that stuff i kind of already believe in because netflix has they earned that you know what i'm saying mm. um but yeah, I think it's exciting, man. I think it's super exciting for Bioshock to kind of be given this, especially, you know, now that Halo's doing what they're doing, and you know, you see the Last of Us shows getting what they're getting, and then these 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 video game adaptations are uh, they're on the way, man. They are on the way, hmm. and oh, they're just improving. God. They're improving. I mean, with with the exception yeah. of Resident Evil, um, <clears throat> you know, everything's everything's been pretty positive. Like the Uncharted movies, you know, been been pretty successful we haven't seen it yet but we plan on seeing that soon um yeah it's it's a good time for video game adaptations I it guess. really is and then destiny's next bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah oh god that whole universe about to be different um i just wanted to make a correction real quick so i we were saying lady in the water but it's the shape of water we're getting two things ah. mixed up there uh, so the shape of water is the del toro film lady in the water is that stupid um M. Night Shyamalan? M. Night Shyamalan joint. Yep. Okay, okay, yep, yep. yep. Um, so yeah, Shape of Water. That's that's the aesthetic I'm I'm looking at. Uh and yeah, I, I think I think they're gonna kill it. <clears throat> Netflix has, has really like you were saying, like they've been they've been all in on their whole movie thing. I don't think all their movies have been well, you know what? I would have said their movies were on point, but yet yesterday I watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, and that movie is horrible. So um 
Yeah, hopefully they, <laughs> they gotta let some of those slasher flicks die, bro. They just not it no more. Dog. Well, the bro, reason the part that annoyed me was that they were going for like the Halloween kills. I don't know if you guys seen that one, but um, they were going for the Halloween kills vibe, where it was like, okay, like you reference a lot of what happens in the original movie, and like there's a little bit of a revenge storyline there, um, but it never like fulfilled itself properly, <clears throat> and. They like lean too much on like making fun of like Gen Z and millennials, and it's just like, all right, this is. And it was like this whole, not to like give it all away, but there was this whole like plot line about like a, a school shooter survivor and that school shooter survivor going being up against guns, and that it didn't. I don't know, it didn't sit right with me. Like, sorry, mm. we're, we're here to talk about games, and I'm talking about like a completely <laughs> different movie that has nothing to do with games, but. I have to say this part. Like, it's, I don't know, it's just weird to me. Like, like you use like a school shooter trauma to like push forward your plot line, and it just felt like off. Like, it was just like, this feels icky. Don't do this. And mm. yeah, and then the end happens, and it's just like, this wasn't satisfying at all. Like, mm, mm. I don't recommend watching it, guys. <laughs> like, give up on these slasher films, bro. The, I, no, no. I'm not even gonna start because y'all gonna get me on a tangent too. But just give up on those movies, please. Well, Let go. They, they Let had die. this. They had this one like slasher esque film. Um, well, it was like a it was like a trilogy. I think oh, I forgot what it was called, man. Ah, uh, it was on Netflix last summer, and like it was like every Friday, like for three Fridays consistently, they released the next chapter of it, and yep. it was so good. God damn, what the hell was it called? I was so mad that I don't remember. Um. <laughs> But it was so good. So I was like, all right, Netflix like knows how to do horror now. Like, all right, bet. Yeah. And then, you know, Blind Manor was really good. Haunting of Hill House was really good. Like, I was like, all right, they're, they're really going to kill the horror thing. So when I saw the Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing, I was like, all right, bet. They're going to kill this. And then last time I'm watching this, and I'm like, I don't go out of my way to thumbs down a movie. I really don't, ever. <laughs> we were like, what, 40 minutes in? I was like, nah. Nah, bro. I got, I got, I got a <laughs> thumbs down. This bro is so bad. <sighs> Sorry. Anyways, Jesus. Ah, <laughs> uh, moving on to things that are kind of bad. No, stop. <laughs> <clears throat> Our next topic here. Uh, it, uh, well, for me, it was kind of bad, but for most gamers, you know, this is this is definitely a positive story. A lot of good things happening here, but um, CD Projekt Red finally. Came out of nowhere and dropped off the uh, Cyberpunk 2077 next-gen patch that we've been waiting for since day one, pretty much. Fixed a lot of bugs for different people. A lot of bugs for different people. Your boy is not one of them. <laughs> I, know, I know you guys have been following the podcast, you know, back when the game first came out. You know, I was one of the first, one of the people who was like, yo, I'm playing this on a Series X. It's great. I'm not having any issues, whatever, what have you. This next-gen patch hits, and I've got a game-breaking issue. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, we'll talk about the positive sides of this so far. Um, you know, Obviously, like I said, next-gen patch comes with um, ray tracing, finally, on um, Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. So that's pretty awesome. PlayStation 5 version is also getting DualSense support. I'm curious to see what that looks like because uh, I think all of us got it on Xbox. So, you know, we'll... I'll have to check out a review or something like that at some point because I'm curious what DualSense would feel like with a game like that. Um, and then they also added like a ton of really cool quality of life features like um, <clears throat> the ability to change your appearance 
in the mirror at any point in time. Um, they added the ability to rent different apartments uh, all across Night City. You know, cost they all cost like various amounts of money and whatnot. Kind of gave me GTA vibes there. Um, and also like a couple different RPG elements too. Like uh, if you take a shower, you get some sort of boost to your XP. If you if you go to sleep, you get certain boosts to your XP. So like really little things that honestly I I really wouldn't have expected them to look into and deal with, but you know they did. They re- they uh, redid the whole um, skills tree. So you know anybody who's getting back into the game right now, you have to respect your entire character because they give you back all your points. They got rid of a, a ton of what they considered useless perks, ones that people weren't really using. Also, one that uh, one of them that seemed kind of silly to me was like. You're undetected when in the water, but it's like if you're in the water, you shouldn't be detected anyways, right? <laughs> so it was like mm-hmm. redundant in a sense. So, you know, glad that they, they listened to feedback and made the change there. But that's all I could tell you. Manny, I know you you played the game. Or you, you went back in and, and, you know, tested out some of the features and whatnot. I, I tried to play it. I, like, respect my character, hopped out of my car. And hit the most annoying bug I've ever experienced where I, my guy just falls down and I can't move. <laughs> so I literally cannot play the game whatsoever. I, mm-hmm. I get out the car. Dude falls down. I get back up. I can't see my gun. I can't turn all the way around. I can't move forward. I can't do anything. Um, I tried re- st- reloading a different save file. Same problem. Um, the only way I can get out of it is if I just start a brand new character. And I have no interest in doing that at this point in time. So I'll wait for them to fix that. Uh, but you know, I'm a little disappointed because like I said, the game had been working perfectly fine for me. And now like the thing that I'm anticipating, you know, playing it in and ray tracing and all that stuff can't do it, but it does look good though. I, I cannot lie. Ray tracing. They really, they did a good job with that. I just wish it could get to 60 frames with like maybe some concessions on how the ray tracing is set up, but still keep the ray tracing. Um, oh, well, it is what it is. We'll see what they have to offer down the road. But Manny, what was your experience like with it? I'll be honest, I only played like 20 minutes of it because, I don't know, the game still doesn't like, it didn't hit like as much as like it hit everybody else, but um, I think the biggest part of this update that I think everybody's waiting the most is you finally, you're finally able to get nudes, guys. Get nudes <laughs> from your roommate's partner. So all you hornballs, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I can like you with me into that. Back. <laughs> talking about hornballs. What Yo, don't, don't be like that, yo. Don't be like that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I'm trying my best, guys. But, <laughs> but um, also, uh, like, I saw, you know, I played a little bit uh, where I'm at right now. It was like, you know, raining a lot. So I did see, like, how it looked with the, the ray tracing and everything like that. The game does look beautiful. Um, I felt a little bit wonky still, I had, but like, not too much, like, too much buggy when I was playing it. I don't know how to really explain it, but um, it's like the game, you know, I just still got to like take a real in-depth dive into the game and play it, you know, hopefully I'll get my nudes sent to me. I'm still waiting Pan Am, but uh, <laughs> other than that, yeah. <laughs> uh, bro, you got to, you got to go to the outskirts of town. They don't, they don't do no, they don't do that. You got to go, go to Dirty Docks. I mean, technically, Pan Am is a nomad, right? Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, she's, she's definitely not being in the city. <laughs> not in the city, bro. I'm still waiting for them to add flying vehicles in the game, like that you can get more consistently. 
I, I feel like that'll break everything all over. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I, I, I mean, I, 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 player. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say. I mean, but what what they said that it, the multiplayer might not even be like tied to <laughs> to the to that game. Like they would just use Night City as a character and then make like a completely different spinoff. Like I think was the rumor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, which is fine. That's I mean, that's basically what GTA has done. So we'll see, man. We'll see with that one. Mm-hmm. But Chris, what do you? I mean, I know you didn't get a chance to play this yet, but yeah, I haven't got a chance to touch the new update yet. But um, I'm not mad at it. It's I don't how do I put this? I, I it's tough because I want to sound like I'm like not grateful, I guess. But um. I'm glad it looks a lot better, and I'm glad they fixed a lot of bugs for a lot of people that should have been fixed a long time ago. But for me, you know, I was kind of in the same boat as you, where, like, I've played most of the game on the Series X, and I I haven't had that many bugs. I had a couple back when I had the one, but even then, it wasn't that bad. Mm. Like, I do remember Jackie's gun going through his head when he was dying. That shit was trash. Because, like, it, it, it was supposed to be a somber moment. <laughs> like, uh, V, take the chip. <laughs> i'll never forget that but overall um you know i had a very very good time with the game so for me personally going coming into this i was a little disappointed because i really wanted some new like actual content like it would have been fire as hell if they did this this visual upgrade and then maybe gave us a couple of like new meaty missions pause to uh to get into because I don't care what nobody says. One thing about Cyberpunk, and this is why I give it a lot of credit, but how much do you guys hear me bitch about, oh, well, these games, man, these stories, I don't understand why these stories are trash like this. I don't care what nobody says. Cyberpunk has one of the best stories that we've gotten in a long time. It all makes sense. And there's a little bit of twists and turns in it. I love what they did with that story, bro. Love it. Um... So, yeah, I would have loved a little bit more of that kind of stuff, man. I would have loved a couple of new weapons, which I th- I think they did give us. Um, yeah, they did uh, give that's us all I kind of want. Yeah, they did yeah I, I just want more. I just want more stuff to do, a couple more missions. I, and to feel as though it's not one of those things where I kind of have to be walking around and finding my own fights in the street to kind of do shit or whatever. The only time those games are fun to just drive around in is, like y'all said, when co-op kind of gets added you give me co-op and i could just run around with the homies i don't care what kind of content's in the game that's a whole nother vibe but when it's just me in the world by myself like i just i kind of need more things to do yeah because i've done so much in it already um so yeah that's my only gripe but i am glad that they fixed a lot of stuff i'm glad that they you know fixed the skills tree and they kind of leaning a little bit deeper in some of the rpg mechanics and all that stuff that's that's cool but damn, I want a little bit more, man. Where's where's the where's the meat? Pause. Where is it? <laughs> well, you'd be getting me if you uh, see that. Don't say that to me like that. I don't like that. Pineapples. Your uh, romance options when they send nudes. <laughs> Listen, man, that's not enough, man. Like if they were sitting there in the studio, like, oh, these these romance options gonna keep him playing for two three months. Like, bro, I'm sorry, but I no, <laughs> like, like no, that's that's not enough. Yeah. Um, it's not enough. So. Uh, I'll probably check it out at some point. I definitely want to see what's good with the visuals and all that, but I'd be lying if I said I'm going to be like doing a deep dive because I, I know it's not going to last that long. It was funny because I was watching a video on TikTok of somebody like saying, yo, this next-gen update is fire, and it was like a guy just like, 
go up to a random civilian and like aim a gun at them and they actually like react now this time unlike before where they would just like continue with their life like nothing happened and like you know shot a bullet and like you know everybody started running but like it was funny because like during that video he was like you know just aiming at the person then like some random bug happened out of nowhere and i'm like yeah classic cyberpunk you know yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't say that bro because and i i get it's like it's it's different in a sense but man i've played gta recently uh you know like i've talked about before gta got mad bugs it does. It Mad always has bugs. It has always had that. Still, but that's but that's they, the weird thing, bro. Like we hold it to a different standard. Yeah, they got to pass so somehow, bro. Weird to me. Like that right, game is like mad bugs. But that's nah, the thing. Since, since that's, GTA three, if, there's if, been mad bugs in the game, bro. But if anything, since way back GTA Online and GTA five are like what nine years old at this point in time. If anything, yeah. there should be way less bugs. <laughs> Like, I get it's an older game, whatever what have you, but you've had time to iron those bugs out. Bro, multiple times I'm driving around trying to get, like, high setups ready and this, that, and the other. Driving. Car appears out of nowhere. I'm crashing. That's new. That's that's new. I feel like that's from the last update or something because that never happened to me before mm. on everything. Like, when I was doing those missions with y'all, transporting the van, and, like, a random car just randomly popped out of nowhere and that, like, ghetto San Francisco-looking bridge, whatever, freaking drove... Like a random car pops out of nowhere, and my car just flies out of nowhere, and I'm just like, "Yo, what's going on?" Like, yeah, like what? it's it's weird. Like GTA, that, like, that I, happened. Well, I feel yeah. like that's recent. Okay, all right. I mean, I I hadn't been playing it up until recently, so to me, it's just I, I knew GTA has always had bugs, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, the more I'm thinking about it, like they're not that different from Cyberpunk's bugs, but there was never a game breaking bug, so I guess that's where it really gets to pass. But like GTA Five came out. Ton of bugs initially. DT Online, ton of bugs initially. But then again, they called it a beta off rip. So like they they got a pass for different reasons. But yeah, GT has always had bugs. <laughs> and they always get a pass. Like, I don't know, man. It's interesting that, that CD Project Red didn't get similar, similar treatment. Because yeah. at the core of it, the game is still really good. And I don't know, people just like completely forget that like the the story is amazing i mean i, I get yeah. like many it doesn't it's not like gripping you in the same way as certain other games do but like at its core that story is top notch and yeah. Uh, yeah i feel like if 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 they mitigated some of the more game breaking bugs and like improved the performance on like if they had just never released it on last gen consoles yeah, yeah. even yeah. even if it had the bugs that it had if they just never released it on last gen consoles and kept it only on next gen, even if they didn't have the ray tracing and all the extra stuff, I think the reception would have been very different. But yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. They'll forever be a meme in gaming culture. Even if even if they fix this shit up and it's like a perfect game, like they'll forever be a meme. So can't yeah. run there. But they need me to fix my shit though, because um that shit had me really mad. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Bro, I'm like, I'm like one of y'all biggest supporters, and this this is what I get. Yeah. So you haven't faced any bugs yet, but facts. So let's give you the <laughs> worst one. We got you, fam. Hold on, hold on. We'll give you the true Cyberpunk 27 experience. Mm-hmm. Bug number 47. 47. He gonna like this one. <laughs> he gonna like that one. You're like prank him, John. No, <laughs> yeah. But he is that the one where you come out the car and collapse? Oh yeah, he gonna like that one, bro. Put that in, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh. man. Oh, man. I, I mean, obviously, 
it's been what uh, about a year and some change and we're still talking about cyberpunk so we're going to be talking about it some more i guess at some point soon but i'm really hoping we get actual dlc with new missions new all that yeah, stuff that's what I want. by the end of the year i mean obviously the the company has a pretty long-term plan for the game you know we're supposed to be getting that netflix show and all that stuff so I'm, i wouldn't be surprised if that netflix show coincides with some some new dlc that we'll get down the road but, um, yo i ain't gonna hold you a cyberpunk tv show i think would be perfect it's not something I think that should be a movie, but TV show was, yo, that could be crazy. Given yeah. what Night City is and how much bullshit happens in that city, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that'd it's, be a crazy it's show. An anime or, uh, pretty sure it's an anime. If I'm, yeah, it's an anime. I would it's, take it's it an anime animation. version too. Yeah. That would be fire too. I'd take both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think maybe down the road we'll probably get something live action, but you know, the, the anime is what they're starting off with now. So. I think that's supposed to be coming either the end of this year or next year. So uh, keep an eye out on that crazy. type of stuff. But I'm excited. Uh, we're diving into uh, for for our last topic here, uh, a game that I think we referenced last couple episodes ago, Manny. Yeah. Uh, and then ironically enough, like it just it popped up like I think the next day or something afterwards. But Scalebound, guys. I don't know if you guys remember Scalebound is a game that um supposed to be an Xbox exclusive made by Platinum Games, and it had a very ugly death. <laughs> it never, never got released. <laughs> um, yeah, one day it just they just announced that you know, they were no longer making Scalebound. I think that was in like that weird period where Microsoft was, um, you know, not doing that well with the Xbox One, making some questionable decisions and whatnot. So mm-hmm. interesting to be hearing about this again, but. The uh, head of Platinum Games, and what is his name here? Fudaki, ugh, I'm going to butcher this. Manny, do you, do you, do you, do you know his First name? First of all, Hideki. Hideki, go ahead. You're a weeb, go ahead. Got, got go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I, all right, sorry if I butcher your name because other people don't want to butcher it, but Hideki, I'm going to say Kamiya. Okay. Yeah. You're our, resident, you're our resident weeb, so you know you got to get these right. What does that, what is that supposed to mean? Now you're taking a whole shot of a community. I'm I'm upset. How am I taking a shot of the community? You're a weeb. <laughs> you're talking weeds. about us. Okay, okay. I, I got my eyes on you. <laughs> hey man, if we didn't have weebs, you know we wouldn't have these e girls. And let me see. You lose it. I'll, I'll, I'll you? Be you. <laughs> Y'all are too horny. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. What are whoa. you talking about? <laughs> whoa. Just said I love you, bro. Chill out, bro. You don't want out here trying to get news from Pan Am. Yeah. Create a, create a male character in a video game and we'll talk. Facts. Boy, you're none of this. Facts. Boy, what do you mean? You know? better ride a seafood with your female character. What do you mean? Because <sighs> um, females have, like, if if you don't notice, they actually have a better advantage than male characters. If you if you read the fine line and the fine print, let's move on, y'all. This ain't gears of war. <laughs> this ain't gears of war. That shit don't work no more, bro. Female characters used to have on. smaller hitboxes and shit. That don't work that way no more, bro. Oh shit, this dude is all set. <laughs> all right, but yeah, scalebound guys. So um, so yeah, the president of or I think yeah, vice president of. Platinum Games had tweeted out something to the effect of, actually, you know what? I got the quote right here. So he said, we did a lot of work on it, uh, referring to Scalebound. And it's no, oh, it's no use Microsoft keeping the game in its current form. So we'd like to do something about it. Said, Phil, let's do it together. Basically calling out um, 
you know, Phil Spencer to to try to revive the game. So, you know, it was, it was something that people spoke about on the internet. You know, everybody's like, oh, we should do it. We should do it. We should do it. And then I think in another interview, um, they went back and spoke to the, pres- the vice president of Platinum Games. And he, he kind of doubled down on it. You know, he said he, he's totally serious about it. Uh, and then they went on to go ahead and ask him straight up if he was in talks with Microsoft or not. And he said he can't say anything. He's like, I can't confirm or deny anything, but we could be talking to Microsoft. That was his quote. Honestly, for me, when I first heard, like, first saw this story, the first thing that came into my mind, because Platinum Games hasn't been doing particularly well. Like, most of their games are not really hitting the way, you know, we, what was their, what was their first game? Was their first game Bayonetta? That couldn't be their first game, no. You want to look this up? Maybe not a, it, did, it did hit a little bit, but yeah. aren't they, aren't you the ones that make into chaos? No, <laughs> yeah, they are making that. Oof. Yeah, they definitely ain't doing good. <laughs> yeah. Oof, that kind of oh man, that made it even worse for what I'm about to say. God damn. I know I know they helped with uh, uh Gear Rising. God damn. The one where you play as Raiden. I remember that because I played that. <sighs> okay, so their first game was a game called Mad World, but they did eventually make the first Bayonetta. And then they made Vanquish and a couple of the random games. So Bayonetta was really their first, the first game that like launched them into kind of the I guess everybody's minds because I, I Mad World, I don't think I really cared too much about. And then Infinite Space, like those are both Nintendo games. They were kind of mediocre, but Bayonetta people really paid attention to. So, you know, since Bayonetta, they made Metal Gear Rising, um, The Wonderful 100, which is a pretty good game. Obviously, Bayonetta 2, um, a bunch of other <laughs> random things here. Near they made, Near Automata. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're they're not doing that great recently, though. <clears throat> you know, Bayonetta 3 is <laughs> supposed to be coming out, so that's a good one. Babylon Falls has been kind of mid from what from what we've seen and, and people have talked about. I think they're really just trying very hard to to cash in. Afloat, to bro. get bought. <laughs> to get bought. <laughs> Stay afloat. We don't want to close our doors. <laughs> they they I think they over here like, hey Microsoft, we, we see you Listen. spending this money. 100K. <laughs> uh, I would say I'd say they probably go for 100K. Come on. Come on. I mean, Please. what? Bungie went for 3 billion? 4 billion? What was it? Again? Uh, 3.6? Okay, so 4 billion. If Bungie could go for 4 billion, hmm. 200K. I can see Platinum getting bought for. Well, I guess it depends. What do they own these IPs? Do they own Bayonetta? I don't know. I think Sega yeah. might. <clears throat> no the only idea. thing is, I know like. Oh no! I think they don't they have like exclusive partnership with Nintendo though for those games anyway? So like, like Bayonetta. So like, it wouldn't made, be any. Well, they made Bayonetta three exclusive, but Bayonetta one was on like everything. Bayonetta yeah, two was on. Oh, um, Bayonetta Two is on uh, Nintendo systems, but you said that you think they have a partnership. Yeah, like Bayon- Platinum and uh, Nintendo with like Bayonetta. Like I think like Bayonetta is only like exclusively for Nintendo. Well, and that's I think like, the only reason why I would want to buy them. Mm. Well, I I think I think they ha- may have made exclusives for those games in particular, but I don't think Nintendo owns that IP. 
So I think in theory, if Microsoft bought them, Bayonetta, you know, mm-hmm. four or whatever yeah, they decide does. to do would probably come to, you know, Xbox and whatnot. Um, although I guess Tencent owns a portion of that company, so I don't know how that would end up going. But <laughs> either way, I feel like they're trying to get bought or they're trying to have something happen because they're not doing particularly well and they're kind of just afloat. Like nobody really knows what, they're what's going on. They're in chaos them. right now. They they are in chaos. <laughs> they are in chaos. That's good stuff. <clears throat> Everything that they've they've dropped hasn't been particularly well received. So, and I think Scalebound is probably one of the more high profile things that everybody was like, "Yo, we want this game. We're excited for this." Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think they're trying to get bought at the, at the very least. So I don't know, well, Chris. I'm gonna start with you on this one, man. What's what's your take on it all? Um, I feel like I'm mad negative all the time, yo. <laughs> but I, can I keep it a buck with y'all? Can can I keep it a buck fifty with y'all? If it's me, I, I would let this game die. That's just me. Because how do I put this? When I saw what they were showing us from before with the game, two things stood out to me. One. The gameplay looks like mid to me. It looks just like how a lot of these other games in this style go. Um, it, it looked super mid, and then on top of that, I got the impression, just like a lot of these other games you guys just mentioned that came from this uh, this development team, it gave me instant vibes of this story is going to be completely stupid. Really, really stupid. And yeah. and I, I, I don't know, man. As I get older, I'm tired of playing games like this. I don't know how when I was younger I would look right past it. I could play all these Final Fantasy games. I could play all these games like even Outriders. And I liked Outriders' gameplay, but that story was horrible. It is just bad writing. And it, it, I mean, it's a guy with a sword and a dragon walking around, and I'm supposed to expect this story is going to be good. I, I, I just didn't get that vibe, right? And if they were to bring it back... I think they should start from scratch. I don't think they should use any of those older assets and try to like revive any of that stuff. I would start from scratch and I would maybe try to make the game in a way that comes off unique. Like it shouldn't just come off like a devil may cry kind of game with a dragon. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't want that. Like even Bayonetta, Bayonetta was dope at the time for me, but a lot of these games were dope at the time for me. When Bayonetta first came out, I thought it was dope because I used to love devil may cry. And I used to be like, yo, well, this is female devil may cry. This shit's dope. Cool. But at the end of the day, me being me now, I look back and I think about some of these games. It's hard for me to play them. Like I tried to play the old school devil may cry recently mm. and I still like the gameplay a little bit, but the stories and all that shit are stupid. They don't make sense. And they just are all over the place. And I, I don't know how I gave such a big pass before, but I don't want to give another one for this game. Start it from scratch and then make it a game where it seems like, it should have felt like that dragon thing that they were trying to do was actually part of the core gameplay. Like that dragon should feel like an extension of you while you're fighting and all that kind of stuff. So that way the game just doesn't feel like every other game. Make me feel like this dragon is important. I did not get that from any of the footage that I saw for this game before. Hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I just felt like it looked super generic and it just didn't seem like something that piqued my interest at all. So I don't see why I would care if they brought it back or not but if they did again yeah just just start with another concept and 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 update how the game looks and all that stuff that game looks 
from before. It, it just didn't do it for me, man. I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't hit me. It didn't grip me. It didn't do any of that. It just mm. looked like another one of these games that kind of might have good graphics, but a really bad storyline and really so-so gameplay mechanics. That's just what I got from it. I feel like the graphics are a given. You, you, it's obvious they're going to have to upgrade, update the graphics because it's yeah. brand new generation all that stuff. As far as the story, though, I don't... Mm-hmm. I, I guess it was like, just a if hunch. The, I'm if not the saying gameplay, it's going to be. Well, no, but yeah. but here, here's what I'm getting at though. If the gameplay is at a certain level, games like that, I don't think the story matters that much. Like I, I don't know. That's maybe a little bit controversial. For, for me, I think it does, but I'm not, yeah, I can but see like, how it does it for other people. But like what? So like what? What's your? What's an example of a game in that style that has a good story? Because I can't think of one. Right, but um, what I'm saying is like, I barely play these games anymore. That, that's right. the point I'm getting. At. Like, so, I kind of cut them out of my catalog. So it sounds more like it's just like a, I guess stylistically, it's just not your vibe anymore. Yeah, because like I'm, I'm just not here to play games that just don't give me a good narrative experience. Like I, I don't like that. It doesn't. It's like reading a book that that doesn't make any sense. Like mm-hmm. I don't see why somebody would want to sit there and do that. Um, before, way back, I used to give Final Fantasy every pass in the world just because it was visually beautiful at the time. Mm. Like, you play a Final Fantasy game, and it was fun doing the combos and the actual gameplay, but trying to get through an actual story? Like, imagine me sitting on YouTube trying to look up Final Fantasy lore. I tried to do it with Kingdom Hearts once, and I'm sitting here like, dog, how is this dude breaking down the lore to me, and I'm more confused? Yeah. <laughs> this makes no sense. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like... Uh... I mean, I guess it's all relative, but I feel like Final Fantasy made zero sense. But like Devil May Cry made enough sense where it was just like, well, this is this is stupid because like he's fighting demons and whatever. And it like there's a there's a generic storyline that makes sense. But then like the the in between moments are a little silly. That's I'm okay what I was going to say. Yeah, that. yeah. I'm okay with that. Like I can get over that if the gameplay is to a certain level. Final Fantasy, I just feel like more often than not, I'm like, eh. Like yeah. and I and I never really found the gameplay to be fun. Like the turn-based stuff, I never really found that to be fun. So I never, I couldn't give it a pass because there was no level of it that was like, all right, well the story's good, but like, you know, the gameplay is like, meh. Like no, I I never found either one of them to be yeah. up to snuff yeah. for me, for me. But at least with like games like that, like a Bayonetta, Sony actually Bayonetta made zero sense. Um, but it, but it made sense. <laughs> it made sense that it made zero sense. It was supposed to be this ridiculous thing, and that's that was always the point of it. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like this chaos game too. Y'all think this shit gonna make some sense? No, that's <laughs> like, it's literally like, stupid it's like, though. Like, <laughs> it's I, literally I, I dumb. I'm just not here for these games anymore, bro. Like I get it. Other motherfuckers might want to play them, but. I don't yeah, know, man. Yeah, yeah. I need something to put my teeth in, bro. I, like, I think that's why stuff like Last of Us and all that hits for me so much because those are really good narratively driven games that make sense. They're cohesive, you know. Like, I just and they're relatable. They're uh, realistic. Yeah, bro. Like, they're realistic. They're relatable, and like, they. I feel like they don't insult your intelligence. Does that make any sense? Like, it doesn't feel like they look at the people who's playing their game and say, "Well." Oh well, it's some kid, so they're not gonna care, or they're not gonna they're not gonna care about this loophole. It feels like they they take all that into consideration with those other games, and it works for somebody like me. I just can't do the dumb shit. Like dog, even me playing Pokemon, right? Because I got the new one. I was been playing it for the last week, and I really like the gameplay. It's really really good how they upgraded some of the stuff. But I was telling uh no, I was telling my roommate, I'm sitting here like bruh. 
I love this game, but these dialogue choices and what they're what they're saying in the story is killing me. Like I have to just fast forward through it all because <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, and I'm, it's just stupid. And on top of that, they don't have voice acting. So you want me to read your jargon at the bottom of the screen? That doesn't make any sense. No, like I just I don't have the time for that shit no more, bro. It's just it doesn't work. So it's interesting, uh, man. That seems like a. Like everything that you're saying seems like a common thread between Western development and Eastern development, like as far as game development goes. Like you think about Western RPGs, they're very story driven, narrative driven. They like make sense. Cohesive, you know, they're they're cohesive. Um, And then I don't know, like I'm, I'm really like I'm struggling to think about it off the top of my head right now. But like a lot of those (laughs) Japanese developed games in in this style, I don't. I can't think of like stories that make a lot of sense. Even Metal Gear doesn't make that much sense when you start to look at some of the parts of it. It's just like, dude, I don't get how these are. How how y'all got a development team and they're writing up a storyline and then y'all look there and say, like, I, I, I like I don't get that, man. There's so many parts of Metal Gear Solid that make no sense to me at all. Is the game phenomenal gameplay wise? Yeah, I love it. I, I love Metal Gear Solid, but. I'd be lying through my teeth if I told you that story was good, bro. I'd be lying. But <laughs> yo, like, it's like in the first one, you're just like going through this. Okay, I gotta stop this nuclear strike from happening in Alaska, and then you fucking go and you see like cyborg ninjas, dudes with one arm praying yeah. mantis. Yeah. Like it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not even that it's random. It's cool if it's random because you think about a game like Control, right? Control is really like kind of weird a little bit. Yeah, but, but I it's don't not, think control I don't think doesn't make random. sense to me. I don't think control's random, though. Control makes I mean, sense. But me. that's what I'm getting at. It's cohesive. Right. Whatever weirdness they're doing in that game, it's packaged in a way where I'm like, okay, cool. Very digestible. The character that they're using for their um, their protagonist is relatable. I like when she has her little moments where she's in thought and really thinking through shit. Like, all that stuff works in the game. So it delivers itself to me as something that doesn't insult my intelligence. I, I, I can't sit here and just try to put gaps in your storytelling and stuff anymore. I don't want to do it. It's like... Maybe, maybe I'm being bougie, but I, I'm not. I don't want to put effort into that shit no more. No, bro. man, like, I, I think, don't like it. I really think, um, I think it's a maturation thing. Like it's a maturity thing. Like I think you you've matured to a sense where you, you know there's less tolerance for those types of things, and so you want more of the Last of Us and more of the realistic storytelling stuff. Um, and I think gaming in general has kind of matured. Like if you think about like in the the OG days of gaming, right? The ones the games that were the most popular. You know, like obviously Japanese development was a core element of early gaming, right? Nintendo was yeah. out here, Sega, you know, like, and their games all kind of fit a lot of the bill that you were just talking about. Stuff doesn't fully make sense. It's just, you know, tailored to kids, One different things like that. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> and now, as more Western developers have kind of cropped up and like taken hold of it, like, you know, and, and you're getting more of the Hollywood vibe filtering into video games it's like okay like high quality um narrative driven stories uh you know more realistic voice acting more realistic settings like all of that stuff you know even if you think about early days of sony sony was making things like what nintendo was doing right because they they were in essence a japanese company with japanese developers if you look at sony now there really isn't a lot of japanese development happening in sony studios they're they've pretty much moved PlayStation's headquarters to the West. 
Um, the majority of their like high performing studios are Western studios like Naughty Dog and Insomniac and so on and yeah. so forth. It's interesting, man. Like, yeah, Western development has kind of been de- directly correlated to like the maturation of games. And if you look at a lot of these um, Japanese developers, they're not doing too hot. Yeah. Like, and that's not to attack them. You know, I yeah. don't think they make great games. It's just. I, I, they got to get some focus when it comes to those stories, bro. Like, yeah. That's all I'm saying. You know, it's just, it's not it. I, but it's it's almost ah. like, I, I wonder if culturally too, it's like just a different vibe. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I like, I can't give them that one. You know why? Because when I watch these animes and everything else that these motherfuckers turn out, the stories are impeccable. There's stories in these animes and stuff that are better than actual TV. So I know there's people over there that know how to write good stuff. It's just, I don't know what's going on in the video game department. Like, I'm telling you, bro, you could find some animes that'll blow your socks off right now just based on how they're written. See, I'm pretty ignorant Hire to the those anime stuff. Man. Yeah, I'm pretty ignorant Hire to the them. anime stuff. Some of those animes to me look, they look similar to what I see with some of the games that we're talking about. Where, like, I don't, I, but, but again, it's because I don't watch them. Oh, but, like, nah. to me, I'm like, nah, fuck this with me, sense. bro. I'll put you on, bro. <laughs> I'll put hmm. you on, bro. I'm, I feel like, you know, like what Denzel said, the way gaming has changed. Um, you know, when you look back in the days, like, you know, like Denzel said, you kind of see like kind of the same formula of how games worked, you know, storylines that didn't really make sense. But the gameplay was fun, which really carried the game to what it was today. Like when you look at games like God of War, God of War before, you know, the 2017 game, it was it was basically like a platinum game, you know, like badass gameplay beating up hella enemies at once kind of stuff. And now when you look at God of War now, it's just like a story narrative driven game. And it has yeah. evolved. Yeah. With it's this, definitely like, evolved. Yeah. I get yeah, what you mean. So, Cause yeah. yeah, like the early days of God of War, it was just like you said, a, a beat em up. I think the story Greek, still made Greek more Greek sense. Cry, bro. Yeah. yeah no, story, don't, for real. Story. For real. Chris, story, yeah. story definitely made more sense than like platinum, like, you know, platinum right. games like that, that we're arguing about nowadays. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Chris, you made the joke like it's like you know it's like a Greek or Norse, um, like Devil May Cry. Like yeah, you're kind of right. Like that's how it was. Yeah. You know, just beat up a ton of dudes, and there was some platforming involved and all that other stuff. Try to do your little combos and all that shit. Yeah, that's the game. Now it's a completely different boss. vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I mean yeah. it just it just shows you know like gaming nowadays definitely evolved. Like you guys were saying, Hollywood like games like The Last of Us and everything like that is it's like Platinum Games is still back in their own time. Like as we you know see that evidently with uh the Final Fantasy game they're working on with Chaos, you know what I'm saying? It just didn't look like it made sense at all. It just looked like some guy just was mad at Chaos for some reason. You know what I'm saying? And then like they try to show off the gameplay. The gameplay didn't really like you know, took off like we wanted to. So yeah. like it's it's a matter if you know, if Platinum Games were to make Scalebound, they get, maybe it does make sense to try to go for a more story uh, story driven game nowadays. But like, you know, knowing a studio like Platinum Games, it's just not going to happen. You just got to hope that the gameplay carries. Well, if Microsoft still has a say in the matter and they actually mm-hmm. partner together with this, I could see. I feel like there needs to be some bridging the gap, right? Like you, 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 it, a Japanese developer can't just try to be a Western developer, right? Like I get that, right. but there's, I guess the the closest thing I can think of, and it's gonna sound biased in a way, 
is Resident Evil, right? Resident Evil is... I was just going to say that with Capcom. Yeah, made, that. made by a Japanese company, but they have a lot of people on the team that... like They're kind of split. Like, I remember um, mm-hmm. when they... Oh, my God. I can't remember the name of the director. But it was, it was like they had co-directors on, on Resident Evil. And one of them was a Japanese man. The other one was... Um, he was from somewhere in Europe. <laughs> I can't remember exactly where. Um, and it, you can kind of see that that shows itself in the game. Resident Evil, a lot of it is kind of ridiculous, <laughs> right? Like there are some aspects of it that don't really make sense, but the story like flows through and it's like, okay, right. like I can understand this. Like it's, it's weird. Obviously like we're not going to have, you know, zombies or werewolves or whatever, but it's like, okay, like there's a, there's this virus, there's a, a pharmaceutical company, you know, like a lot of this stuff is rooted in some level of science. So yeah. it makes sense, even though mm-hmm. cats is getting their hands chopped off and nobody understands why his hands chopped off and he's not freaking out, but whatever, you know, like there's, there's a good bridging of the gap, I guess, with resident evil for me. And again, mm-hmm. you know, take that with a grain of salt. Cause I, maybe I'm biased. I don't know, but Many, I mean, I guess, you know, you play it too, so you could, I guess, attest to it. Like, it feels like mm-hmm. Resident Evil, there's a good, like, okay, there's some of the ridiculousness and, like, weirdness that you get from from Japanese development, but then also some of the groundedness that you're getting with Western development, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like, you know, when when you first look at Resident Evil too, like, Resident Evil back then, like, didn't really make sense. You just fighting in the mansion, fighting zombies and everything like that. It had its little story. But then it's like, you know, like you said, as it goes on and evolves, I mean, we got great story-driven Resident Evils, like... You know, Resident Evil Village Seven. You know, mm-hmm. Four was great. Five, Five was good. The only thing people didn't really like was the co-op feature. But like, I mean, we still got our good games. Six it, was yeah, like peak ridiculousness, though. Yeah, Six was like peak. Like, you know, I think more of like the the East Coast side of it got into it. Regressed because <laughs> like it did not make sense. A little, a little bit of five too, because you know, punching boulders don't make sense. But you know, shout out to Chris, you know, my boy, daddy. But um, but seriously though, um, like I, I agree though. I feel like, you know, like like you said earlier, Denzel, with the way gaming is nowadays, like how a lot of these East Coast companies are like kind of falling off. I mean, well, like when we saw, um, it's funny we saw Ghostwire Tokyo, and we just like, it's like. Mm-hmm. This game just does not make sense, and it's because it looks the pretty, game, right? <laughs> it looks good, but the problem is, is, like you know, it has a lot of that like East Coast like influence into the game. Like you're fighting off these ghosts essentially with these powers, and it just it looks the game looks pretty, but like the it just doesn't look like the story is going to make sense at all. It doesn't look like something that you know we would have really invest ourselves in because it's just in reality, like it's going to be probably like the same thing. You, you're probably going to have to rely on the game being good with the fighting, just you know, to play a story that don't make sense. And, and I feel like that's why you know a lot of those games and their culture just doesn't seem to pop off as much as it did back then because. Now you you really need a like a decent story to like pop okay. off on. It's, yeah, you need a decent story. Unless you're like an indie title like C4, where you're just like you know just whooping people and you know you ask what aging. But even the story makes sense, right? Like it's it's something <laughs> that it's like okay, this character is driven by revenge. Somebody killed his his father or you know whoever it is, and this guy is driven to kill. And to exact revenge on the six people or five people who were involved in that man's murder. Mm-hmm. 
that makes perfect sense. It's understandable, you know, whatever. And then it's it's funny because Sifu obviously has some Eastern influences, but it's made by a Western developer or, or French, yeah. I guess. Slow claps of French developer. So it's like, do this. Mm-hmm. Just do this. Yeah. Do this. Yeah, and the uh, same thing with like Ghost of Tsushima, like a game that definitely has a lot of Eastern influence, but like we've seen the game pop off because it has a great story and great gameplay and everything like that. Yeah, and Sucker Punch yeah. is a Western developer. You know, it's like, it's like okay, like, you know, it's, I don't know, something has to click somewhere for someone. I mean, you're know, talking about specifically like Platinum Games. It's like, all right, something's got to click. You guys got to do something here. Yeah, they they definitely been falling off. You know what I'm saying? They can't just keep on relying on the same formula. They definitely got to, like, evolve into something new if they want to keep on being a relevant studio. It seems like they understand 100K. that. <laughs> It seems like they understand that because the CEO of Platinum Games is saying something along the lines of, you know, like we need to create new gaming experiences on a larger scale that can be enjoyed and loved by everyone for a longer period of time. So it sounds like they're trying to get into like the um, games as a service thing, like live service model mm-hmm. games. But they understand that what they're doing isn't working. So they want to do something different. I mean, maybe that's another reason why they're trying to talk to Microsoft with this. is like, hey, let's take Scalebound and turn it into some sort of live service game. I don't know mm-hmm. how you do that with what we've seen yeah, from Scalebound so far. I don't get that but, either. I mean, I think... Yeah, I think, it, I think it, it. Yeah, well, that's the thing, though. I don't... You guys are saying scrap... Like, Chris, you mentioned to scrap know, it all together. They, they, they don't need it to. It sound like they want to... Yeah, I don't yeah, think they, they need to scrap it, it entirely. Yeah. I think you take certain elements of it, like, you know, the, the dude and his dragon... Chris, you mentioned something about it didn't seem that like the dragon was integral to the gameplay. I disagree. It did seem like he was. So I think if you find a way to do that, and I don't know if you necessarily need to make a live service. You know, that's that's a different story entirely. That sounds like they just want to make more money to in, insulate themselves so they can make more risky things down the road. But um, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, wrapping this all back into Scalebound, you can do that. I think you can find a way to do it. And I think it makes sense to want to, you know, partner with Microsoft because, A, they own the property. They probably still have all the resources, the assets, so on and so forth. And Platinum really wants to do something, so... I mean, they, they kind of alluded to like if they can't be successful, they're gonna have to shut it all down. So, yeah, I don't know. yo, Manny, let me ask you a question because I know you'll be able to answer this. You've watched Attack on Titan, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you watched Full Metal Alchemist, right? I actually haven't seen that one. Whoa, that's wild! But the point I'm getting I- at here is, if you heard that a video game was coming out, right? And it was the folks who did Attack on Titan writing the story for the video game. How would you feel? I, I mean, I'll be excited because I feel like the thing about like you know Attack on Titan is like the story is just so in depth and like it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, like yeah. bro, <laughs> why aren't they doing this? Like they have people over there that can make good shit. They do. But it's like they're not working together or something, man. Attack on Titan is one of the best stories I think I've... I've, I've well, not the best, but one of the most grounded stories mm-hmm. I think that we get Definitely. in anime. There's no powers or anything like... Well, there is, but it's not like Dragon Ball Z. You know what I'm saying? It's not that. It's it's way more relatable. I always say it's like The Walking Dead of anime. So I'm always like, dog, I don't get why they don't use these dudes and use some of these other people out here who got the craziest storytelling chops and... Use them in your video games, man. They're here and they they're good. They're really good. But then the problem really is good. Like, you know. It's like uh, they have, they have, they're great storytellers. 
but then at the same time, you're still going to have a lot of the Eastern influence, and it's going to be something ridiculous that doesn't make sense at the end because it's just like, I feel like, like I said, most of their games is just like, it's just not like a realistic kind of game. You you know, you're fighting devils, you're fighting like, you know, all these kind of crazy things. But like you that can do that and still be like in the realm of like, right. okay, yeah. I understand this. We're establishing certain, um, what's the word? It's like, it's like, like we're talking about with control, right? You establish an understanding of what this universe is. Like, obviously, the things that happen in control aren't real. Like, that, you know, controlling object with your mind isn't real. Like, some of the physics-based stuff that happens in that game, that's that's not how the world works. But you, you establish a baseline for it, and then the story is cohesive after that. You can do the weird stuff. You just have yeah, to make it, like, establish, like, Resident Evil as well. Like, you establish the weird shit that's happening is based on science. So now that you've given us that basis go wild do all the weird crazy shit but then when you're when you're establishing a world and then certain elements of the world aren't adding up entirely it's like all right like i'm good i'm checking out (laughs) you know yeah i I think if destiny didn't do as well of a job as they did with the story i don't think i'd be so into the game if i'm thinking about it right now i would not be as into that game as i am now no way but they've literally been dangling this carrot in front of me for like six, seven years of one story that is really, really good. And they're, they, they do they they come back to stuff that they talked about years ago. They just, it's cohesive, man. And that's one of the most what the fuck stories ever. <laughs> you know, it's about a bunch of space wizards, you know, using some cosmic force that was given to them by some deity dude, and they're out here just killing aliens and doing whatever they're doing. It's a really, really far-fetched sci-fi story, right? But it works because they fucking cover every nook and cranny in terms of making sure that it makes sense. You know, I know that their their lore team must be, like, really deep or either really deep or really dedicated. Mm-hmm. One of the two, or maybe both. Um because they just they put so much time into it, man. I really appreciate games that can just kind of do it. And it and the thing about it is that again, the way how they're doing it, it appeals to adults and children. It, it appeals to everybody. It's not a thing where it's like some one of the two is pigeonholed or something like that. I fully believe you can do that. You can get both crowds with your narratives. You just gotta tell the right damn story, man. I I just I don't know, it blows my mind because I think my biggest thing here is I don't want to leave today with whoever watches this thinking that we're pretty much saying that, um, you know, some of the Japanese devs are just impossible in terms of being, or they're just not capable of writing a good story. I'm not saying that there's people in Japan that can write bomb stories. What I'm saying is does the people that that do the development currently just ain't, they, I don't know. It just, it don't, well, I'll even, I'll even highlight, I mean, like, from software, they're, they're a Japanese developer, and they're, I mean, I like their games. Their games make sense to me when I play them. Like, I understand yeah. what's happening in Dark Souls. I understand what's happening in Demon Souls. I understood what happened in Sekiro. Um, I don't know enough about what's happening in Elder Ring, but Elder Ring's being written by um, George R.R. R. Martin. R.R., R., yeah. yeah. So, yeah. like, you know, you're R. getting that storytelling aspect of it. Um I think from software is like a, a great example of like how you can do those things right and be successful. Like their stories make mm-hmm. sense. People like them. The gameplay is yeah. good. You know, it's, it's hard too, but like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like uh-huh. there are obviously success stories here, but when you look at some of the bigger companies like, like square and what they've been doing with final fantasy and, you know, obviously platinum games being an example, it's like, why aren't they seeing the things that from software and Capcom and so on and so forth are seeing you know, I, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it seems like they're way more uh, 
way less willing to like collaborate and like work amongst each other over there. At least that's what it looks like. Where it seems like over here, not saying that the developers share resources and all that shit with each other, but it seems like the ideas and the way that things move is definitely way better streamlined between one another. It, it feels like the people you know that are working over there are kind of just all in their own bubbles yeah. and not really uh, moving out of them. So I'm like, damn. Could be just how it is. You know what? Sorry. Another thing that, like, is, I guess, a tangent in a way. But now that I'm thinking about it even more, like, maybe it is just a, uh, like, a company-based thing and the the personnel and the people at the top making decisions. Because, you know, we talked about Square Enix, and it's like, yeah, like, a good chunk of their stuff, you know, some of their stories don't make a lot of sense. But not all the studios that they own are Japanese, you know, Japanese studios, period. Like, yeah. people can fly. The people who make Outriders, they're a Western developer, and their shit makes no sense. Like, Outriders <laughs> is pretty bad, you know? So, I don't know. It might. Be, I guess it might be a little bit more complicated than that. I guess maybe yeah. it's just more decision-making at the end of the day. But then again, they still, they like, Square Enix has Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider makes perfect sense. Like, um, Crystal Dynamics did an amazing job with that. It's like... yeah. Ah, I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. it's Man, hard to I feel like I feel like Platinum Games is just like sticking to the recipe that they think is successful or that has been successful in the past. But like, it's like times change. You got to just like evolve your games. You got to make it different. You can't just keep on making the same hack and slash kind of game that like, you know, once was successful. And now it's just like people just get tired of the same thing. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Well said, Manny. Um, yeah, it's been an interesting conversation, man. Um, you know, I think we're probably going to leave it here because we've been gone for <laughs> an hour at this point in time. Um, but, you know, we'll pick it back up. We'll also see what else this uh, month has to offer with Elden Ring coming soon. You know, maybe we'll spark up another conversation about Japanese development versus Western development, so on and so forth. Um, and I say Japanese development because I don't I can't think of any other studios in like. I don't think we have any in China or Korea that we really talk about very often. So when we talk about yeah. Eastern development, I really think it's just focused on Japan. They seem to yeah. be like kind of the, the yeah. gaming mecca for the for the Far East. So unless um, you guys want to talk about European, I guess like Poland. But they they're considered Western developers, but they are East, right? Like isn't that's kind of weird? I feel well, like, it's like Eastern more Eastern. Uh, well, Poland, Poland's more East is, of, of Europe. Yeah, they're, they're closer to. I'm pretty sure they're London and England, all that shit. Yeah, they're more on that side. Poland? Poland's on the east side of of Europe. Hold up. I think that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm saying. I think. Well, well, when I I say they're on the east side of Europe, I'm saying they're closer to, to like China and Japan than they are to London. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I'm looking at this wrong. Wait, wait, my bad. I get what you're saying. Sorry, sorry. For a little geography lesson, boys. Nope, nope, nope. (laughs) My brain was having a fart. Yeah, I get it. But but they're considered Western developers, or at least like the style of it. I guess maybe maybe it's more talking about a style than necessarily the location. But yeah, like maybe. Japan seems to be like a mecca for video game development in general, right? They're kind of the originators, I guess you could say, right? Like you know, Nintendo oh, yeah, and all that stuff, like really getting it popped off. And then we we talk about anything that's outside of Japan as Western development, so. I wasn't isolating Japan. It's just I can't think of like I don't know many Korean mm. developers. Like I think PUBG is the only thing I could think of that gets developed in like by a prominent Korean developer. So I could be wrong. You know, guys, let me know in the comments if uh, any other you know studios in in uh, Asia in general that I should know about or focus on. But 
other than that, guys, we're going to head out. We're going to stop it here. Before we head out, though, Manny, I'm going to let you start it off with us. Where can people find you, bro? You already know. Uh, Twitch.tv slash GooMasterFlex, as well as Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at GooMasterFlex underscore. Uh, the only thing different is um, Instagram is just underscore TTV, but uh, the other two are GooMasterFlex, uh, GooMasterFlex underscore. All right. Word, word. Chris, what about you, man? As y'all already know, find me on everything. M-A-Y. Two five T H X X again on everything for sure for That's sure it. and uh, guys you know me Black Ice Eight on everything Xbox Twitter uh, Twitch um, only difference is for me it's Black Ice Eight underscore gaming on Instagram and the TikTok um, and then you know of course also check out the podcast social media stuff at Xpack Pod on Instagram and Twitter and then just search up Expansion Pack Podcast on TikTok. Guys, keep an eye out for uh, some some uh, reviews. We're going to be hitting off our seafood review at some point this week. Um, also going to try to get in to go see Uncharted soon so we can give you guys a little review on that. Um, going to try to post a little bit more content around reviews soon. I think we're also working on a Horizon review as well. Unfortunately, we don't get games uh, early. You know, we're not we're not there yet, but... You know, if anybody uh, from from Sony or Microsoft's watching, you want to hit us off with some early copies of things so we can get these reviews out, let us know. Well, my guy say, Phil, let's make it happen. Let's make it happen, Phil. <laughs> Phil, we know you're watching. God, I hope so. We know you're that one viewer out of our five. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a lot better than one viewer. All right, buddy. God damn it. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again for watching and listening. We'll check you guys out next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.